All right, like it is me, Alan Smith, where we focus series of today's paper on Tuesday, August the 22nd. So, front page paper day is a rent and rates freebies, a bid to revive Union Street. So, um, new businesses opening on Union Street in Aberdeen will benefit for two years without having to pay rent or business rates. Um, the freebies package, described as the most generous set of incentives in the UK, has been offered in a bid to revitalise the Granite Mile by luring traders into the 43 units currently lying vacant. Um, the vital sport measures have been revealed by our Union Street group, led by business guru Bob Keeler. Mr Keeler said the extra funding he has helped secure to top up existing grants will allow emerging businesses the time to grow and thrive. He added, we want to attract and incubate a vibrant new set of businesses to bring fit for excitement and sparkle back to the granite mile. Uh, to do this, we need to create an environment which is attractive to the best emerging entrepreneurs, both locally and nationally, and one which takes the risk out of the high street and allows firms time to find their feet. So, well, so it's um, fantastic, and um, you can, if they can encourage folk back uh, with that kind of incentives, then they're never well. But um, this boy, uh, Bob Keeler, certainly, Putting his heart and so on to get the union street revived again. So, um, certainly behind them with that. And, uh, you know, fingers crossed to get heaps of good uh, shops in there. Maybe a, an old cake shop in Union Street is what we've been screaming out for. Now, here's Chainsaw Carvers ready to do battle for a 20th Claymore trophy. So, this is Wood Carvers for around the world will descend on Car Bridge next month for a spectacular competition. Car, car Bridge brings in spectators for an hour for watching R as talented carvers turn uh, big blocks of wood into intricate sculptures using chainsaws. Officially known as the Scottish Open Chainsaw Carving Competition, it's a bit of a movie, the event is now in its 20th year. A total of 20 contestants for as far afield as Mongolia uh, and Finland will be vying to take home the coveted Claymore Trophy on September 2nd. The The competition's popularity is on the rise thanks to shows such as BBC's Loggerheads. Local carver Alice Burtress eh, appeared on the show. To make things even more interesting, the 2022 reigning champion Sam Boucher will face off against his father Pete. He said, I'm looking forward to returning to beautiful Carbridge with the Claymore eh, and my aim remains the same as previous years to innovate and entertain the audience. Eh, the support and energy of the crowd um, is fit marks is truly remarkable. All participants will face off in the highly competitive four-hour speed carve for their creations are judged. Um, Gavin Gerard, the event coordinator, said the 20th anniversary of carve coverage is a testament to the passion and dedication of the chainsaw carving mastery. Um, well, honestly, it is absolutely fantastic for the D and um, as a picture and that's lad that won it last time and well, it, it, honestly, it's like a, you know, a statue which somebody would have took days, months, years even to mark, but um, he's carved it with his chainsaw and just a buckle of so like a man with a funny hat and a great big beard carrying a, an ex or shooter. Honestly, it's just unbelievable. So I have to think if you're up in that neck of the woods, it'd be certainly something worth going to see, I would say.
Nu, here's a no more animal magic as firm closes for good. So, after 30 years of making memories, Dooney's firm in Aberdeen has closed for the last time. The car parks at the family firm are crammed yesterday as a Halika visitors come to say a phone farewell to the much-loved site. In July, owners Graham Lennox and his wife Deborah said the firm on Coast Road would, would close to make way for the multi-million pound energy transition zone complex. And many expressed their heartbreak at the news when it was announced. Speaking to P&J a couple of weeks ago, Deborah said it's a hard to imagine leaving, sad for us and it's sad for the visitors now. The 250 animals will be sent to a rare breeds auction in England or are gone to local breeders. Um, so, well, certainly seemed busy yesterday. There's a hell of a um, folk who here with their kids, obviously, just the day before the school's going back. So, um, ideal opportunity to go and see it and uh, say a cheerio to the, um, uh, the beasts that's here. And uh, there's a pure goat looking through the fence saying, I wonder if I'm going to end up now. <laughs> um, yeah, certainly um, a rare thing for for the kids going to see. And uh, it's a shame it's having to shut down, but... Um, Energy transition waits for Neyman. Now here's a claims that heat pump plan will penalise rural homeowners. So the SNP Green government is facing calls to reconsider plans to phase out fossil fuel boilers, which could penalise rural communities. Inverness and Nairn MSP Fergus Ewan is leading the charge against his own government's controversial heating proposal. He doesn't agree with much of things that's going on in the SNP just now. Um, the SNP rebel is in a new cross-party letter which warns of the potential consequences of those for Biden in rural areas. The uh, Scottish Government's heat and building strategy aims to phase out new replacement fossil fuel boilers in off-grid properties for 2025. And uh, Patrick Harvey, Green Minister for Zero Carbon Buildings, has a plan to replace thousands of boilers with more environmentally friendly heat pumps. However, the Herald on Sunday revealed this is in doubt after figures showed progress in meeting renewable heat targets is somewhat off track. Data for 2020 shows that only 6.4% of houses in Scotland had renewable heating systems against the government target of 11%. And uh, up to 63% of houses in the Heelands are not connected to the gas grid and instead use heat and oil in either off-grid fuel. So that's going to be a bit of a... Um, Commotion with finesse is all getting rolled out, and I think you know there's rumblings that they're going to have to extend the 2025 thing because um, otherwise it's going to be some of the government ministers and the Greens are going to be lynched in the streets. I think because it's uh, Negan doing very well to say the least. Now here's a zookeeper joke: it tops a French vote. So. This is allegedly the winner of the coveted Funniest Joke on the Fringe Award. Um, she said she couldn't wait to tell her mother after her quip about dating a zookeeper came out top. Comedian Lorna Rose Treen was voted the winner of the Funniest Joke of the Fringe Award with her pun, I started dating a zookeeper, but it turned out he was a cheetah. Taken from her show Skin Pigeon at Pleasant Pleasant's Courtyard. So, a panel of 10 comedy experts <laughs> um, nominated a list of the 10 best jokes which were then put to a vote at 2,000 folk. And that's in topped it with 44% um, of those surveyed saying it was the annual festival's funniest. So, I didn't keep much hope for the rest of them, I wouldn't say. Anyway, the second was uh, Liz Gutterbock, 
um, with the, the most British thing I've ever heard was a, a wifey for said, well, I'm sorry, but I don't apologise. And uh, third was uh, Amos Gill with the uh, last year I had a great joke about inflation, but it's hardly worth it now. So there you go. <laughs> you don't need to get the festival. You've had the top three funniest jokes there. But, uh, you know, I think I can top that. We, um, although this is not a real joke, it's a true story. I just bought a new belt um, at the weekend. It was pretty expensive. It was £100. But um, it turns out I kind of wear it because um, it doesn't fit. So it's just a, a huge waste. There we go. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. The back page is uh, this is why I come back, says Shinny. So, Skipper Graham Shinny aims to mark the Gothenburg Great's 40th anniversary by taking a step towards the Europa League group stages in the city that hosted the club's greatest achievement. Um, so, Don's famously lifted the European Cup Winners' Cup in May 1983 when they beat Real Madrid in the final, in case you didn't care that. Um, anyway, um, in a timely quirk of fate, the Dons will return to Swedish City this week. Aberdeen will face BK Hakan in Gothenburg in the Europa League playoff first leg on Thursday. So here's hoping they give a right good thrashing like they did before and they put themselves in with a good shout of progressing. So come on, Aberdeen. Now, that's me done for the announce of the series of today's Press and Journal on Tuesday, 22nd of August 2023. And um, it's been quite a pleasant day today. Some... Uh, of a head for a while and um, not necessarily sunny poking through but just very very warm and um, even at night time we would walk into a good night o'clock and it was a wee bit cooler but uh, still a, a lovely lovely evening so uh, here's hoping it um, bides for a couple of days now because we could certainly manage a, a wee bit of warmth um, to <laughs> mark us some more time and of course as the kids back to school today so almost guaranteed it's going to be fine now um, anyway, thanks very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it. Um, we could be doing a couple more listeners uh, for a Doric Express. And, uh, you know, even if uh, if you tell the two or three folk and um, just one of them uh, listened in for a while and then tell them as hundreds and hundreds of all episodes. And also they can uh, uh, follow us on Spotify. And, you know, that is, uh, numbers are certainly creeping up here. So, more the merrier. And, um, you know, tell as muckle folk as you can. That would be dandy. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Look. Put the Constitution's feet above the rules again. Longfield, Bellfield, Manorfield and Manorfield. Hearts of local stories that you've made in a hand.